0: Ready? welcome in to coffee break Mac, will peterson rachel v hill hanging out with you on this tuesday gentlemen how's everyone doing how are we feeling for our tuesday will
1: i'm feeling great i'm excited to uh have Mac on the show this is gonna be fun
0: i know Mac. i i i
2: was scrambling i i am not where i thought i was going to be so I I apologize ahead of time because yes, Rachel, again, technical problems. Yes, it's D but with technical problems again. Never fails. Where here, are I you? Look you're, you look
0: like you're in the office.
2: I am in the office, and I was going to be in the office. Now, if this isn't good, we can we can move it around, you know, because I'm. Ooh, look there how lovely I look. Lighting's getting better. Should we be, should we be like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all happening live on Coffee Break, where it's DMAC is a disaster. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Lighting's getting all better. Right.
0: We just have to lower our voice a little so we don't crack as much.
2: Okay. Oh, I'll be more calm.
0: There we go. <laughs> all right, everybody. Welcome into Coffee Break. So excited to have everybody as it is time for Tuesday Trivia today too. So we'll get to that right around 1045. Definitely make sure you hang out with us. You can join at Kahoot.it with that game pin down there. There are... Uh, he- or our trivia topic is going to be Tuesday trivia for NFL headlines so fun stuff there but we got to get into today the NFL is going to be making cuts the Broncos are going to be making cuts down to 80 individuals they've already made some cuts obviously when they had to go from 90 to 85 and today again we'll see some more later on other teams already doing so but is there anybody you guys are anticipating or any position that you think the Broncos are going to make a cut at well
1: well, they added the uh, running back from the Saints yesterday. So, you know, Stevie Scott, Jaquan Hardy, uh, one of those two is getting cut today, most likely. You know, I don't think they'll go into that final preseason game with six running backs on the roster. So those would be the two names to watch. Obviously, they're not cutting a quarterback. Uh, I would have said they're going to cut a punter. But when Sam Martin hurts himself in pregame warmups last week, They're going to let that battle go into uh, Saturday as well. So, you know, against the Vikings, third string QB or second string QB will get settled. Punter will get settled. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I would expect one of the running backs today, maybe a receiver just because that room is so crowded. But as Nathaniel Hackett said yesterday, every time he thinks people have separated themselves, someone else does something. Like Jalen Virgil is making it really hard right now for the Broncos to make a decision on him. So this is certainly not the big one, but there will definitely be a couple of names we know as you look at guys that mostly got cut last week. Marquis Spencer uh, was yesterday after he got hurt in practice. But yeah, I don't, I don't think you'll see any jarring ones today. Let's put it that way.
0: No, definitely. I agree with that. It will be interesting, though. And I think the fact that you bring up that they're most likely going to cut a running back after the ad yesterday, it definitely sounds like that. Don't you think, DMACC?
2: Yeah, that that actually uh, makes great sense. Um, yeah, I just don't know who that's going to be. You know, I, listen, they already know who their running backs are. It's, it's going to be Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, and Mike Boone. Th- these guys seriously are just competing for practice squad eligibility. So, yeah, I, that's that, that makes perfect sense. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think we need to see some cuts on the D line in terms of depth. We don't have the guys there. I mean, it is a miserable what is happening on the depth of the D-line. Uh, and I think Joe Schobert, I think this is ridiculous. I think the guy was fly fishing in Sedalia, and he he was checked out, in, in my opinion. So I'll be shocked and not surprised, too. If um, And I wouldn't anticipate it's happening today. But, um, you know, sometimes things just don't sort of make sense, and you got to bring different people in. Uh, so I think it probably you're probably right, probably running back. And, um, I don't know they could cut Sam martin seriously. they could I mean that was a punting competition anyway guy guy's hurt playing catch with Brandon McManus. I mean, it is like I mean it's kind of a you gotta be kidding me moment, right. I'm not saying you can't just go out and goof around and play catch i mean that this is like you know this is this is like a baseball injury going out there, you know it's kind of ridiculous, so. I will
0: say though, but he said, I think it was Mike Kliss who tweeted it out yesterday that if it was a regular game, he would have played. So obviously I don't think from his mindset that the competition must be too much. Otherwise, I think he would have played through the quote unquote pain that he was dealing with after the Brandon McManus, you know, incident and gone out there. So I don't think Sam Martin will get cut.
2: Okay. So what are they doing at Hunter? I mean, we're having these conversations now. I mean, why are there two dudes (laughs) on the roster? You know, what else is going on? By the way, I saw the funniest story. Jacksonville cut their last kicker. They have, like, no kickers. So, Jacksonville Jacksonville's actually going into today without a kicker, period.
0: That's um, a, everybody, somebody... DMAC just gave you an answer to Tuesday Trivia. So, remember. Oh, no. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. No. Spoiler alert, everyone. So, uh, pay attention to that. If you don't get it wrong, then I know mean, you weren't paying attention during the beginning of the show. But I do want to go into, because I got a serious question about one thing on this roster. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, but what the heck is going on with Albert O and DMAC? Has anyone asked Nathaniel Hackett what's going on there?
2: They have, and his answer has been he needs more reps. I mean, he is he has just flat out said Albert O needs more work. But this is not what he needs to work on. That video that we just saw there, that's what he does really, really well. Runs down the field and catches footballs. As long as he can figure out, you know, where the sideline is, he's Okay. It's everything else to do with football, so that when you put him out there, it's not a signal. Hey, this guy's going out for a pass, or they're definitely throwing to this guy. Right now, that's all he knows how to do well, and that's just not enough. It's 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 kind of like Philip Lindsay, because Philip Lindsay couldn't block, and because he couldn't catch a pass, it it, it was ridiculous. Like every time Philip Lindsay was in the game, you knew they were going to hand the ball off to Philip Lindsay. And they just, they need to get Alberto more versatile. He needs the reps and the practice. And it also signals too, in my opinion, their starter is Greg Dulcich. That's their guy Mm -hmm. who they were counting on the most. And that guy just can't get healthy. So it's been a bit of a bad luck. And meanwhile, you got Eric Salbert out there. (laughs) Eric Salbert just keeps making play after play after play, which is wild. And has a great relationship with uh, Russell Wilson. So, I mean, if I was really starting a game, and Tomlinson might catch three passes the entire year, your your most do-everything tight end right now is the guy that's listed like fourth or fifth on the depth chart, depending on what depth chart you, you look at, and that's really Salbert's.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's probably the most fascinating position on this roster in terms of the one we know the least about. Like, what is the plan? Uh, come week one in Seattle... Uh, who is the guy? Is it, is it Alberto? Is it Dulcich as Mac mentioned, making this miraculous return? And in week one is the Greg Dulcich show. Is it Salbert who was the training camp darling and has probably been their most consistent tight end. I, I'm with Mac that Eric Tomlinson is just going to be out there to run block, but it's a position right now that man, it makes you wonder why they didn't add a veteran to the room. We all know that Seattle wanted Noah Fant. They probably wanted Pat Sertan, and the Broncos said that that was a non-starter. So they settled for Noah Fant, so to speak. And I wasn't the biggest Noah Fant guy, don't get me wrong. But I do think they haven't addressed adequately Noah Fant's replacement, and it's August 23rd, and we still don't know who Noah Fant's replacement is, and that's kind of crazy to me.
0: It's definitely concerning. And again, just the fact that it's so easy to read whenever, whichever tight end is going to end, it's so easy to read what the Broncos are going to do because they just don't have a complete tight end. So it's one of the biggest question marks for me, definitely, as we go ahead these next two weeks and kind of how this depth chart is going to end up because the fact that Eric Sauber is number four blows my mind because like you said, well, like he was a training camp darling. Like he was the best tight end out there every single day, it felt like.
1: Well, yeah, and if Dulcich is healthy, he's number five because they'll put him yeah. behind Tomlinson too. So they'll put Alberto, Dulcich, Tomlinson, and now, of course, I said that and I'm missing someone. But it, regardless, he's, he's way down the list uh, of, of tight ends that you know the, the Broncos trust, which is weird because he's maybe been their most productive one thus far in camp.
0: Mack. Anything else you want to say on the tight end of the battle before we get into It's team? A, it's Come it's on. not
2: even a, it's not even really a battle because nobody's gonna get cut. I think all those guys are gonna make the team. You know, so it is a quirky situation where Tomlinson, Salberts, Dulcich, and Albert O, all four of them are gonna make the team. It's it's it is the 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 hand that you're dealt. So they are they know that, and that's why they're they're playing Albert O so much. They're not trying to feature him for a trade. They are really just trying to get them up to speed with football. And until Dulcich gets healthy, and I think he'll eventually get healthy, um, this is what they're doing. So it's an interesting situation. It's, it's not a competition. It, it's more um, about development with these guys. But I, I don't think it's really what, – what's a big deal if Alberto's out there and he freaking misses blocks because he doesn't know how to do it and plays get blown up? And it's like, well, dude, we, we just can't have you out there. I mean, I, I guess, guys, I guess if Alberto just really can't figure out, it could become some sort of trade bait. But, I mean, what's the value there? What are we talking about? A conditional seventh or something like that? It's, it's, it's almost zero value. Well, yeah. I think they just got to figure it out. They got to make it work um, yeah. with these four guys.
1: And it's not value that's going to help you this year because, to your point, no. a draft pick doesn't solve the issue. And Jake, our producer, made a good point in the comments. The fifth guy I, th- I was thinking of is Andrew Beck who of course is the, oh. the hybrid fullback tight end, but they list him as a tight end on the depth chart. And that's why Salbert oh. did drop to five. That was the, the point I was thinking of, but yes, Andrew Beck, okay. more of a fullback, but still, that's why Salbert was technically fifth on that initial depth chart. All
2: right. Now I, I think of Beck as a fullback. I don't really even think of him as a tight end. So, Amazing. okay, cool.
0: That's why he's easy to forget yeah. in this conversation. Uh It does sound like, there's maybe a slight possibility we could see KJ Hamler on Saturday. Is this something we like or something we don't like? Will? Well,
1: oh, I think it's something we love. If KJ is ready to go, we got to see him because guess what? Montreal Washington is taking KJ Hamler's job before our eyes. Uh, Montreal Washington was their most impressive player in Buffalo outside of maybe Brett Ripon or Quinn Miners. He looked great. The catch he had on third and eight where he got fifteen. The kick return where he broke the tackle at the 12 and and went long, I love KJ. And I think it's really cool that KJ opened up about his mental health struggles and and really how difficult and a dark time he went through. But whether that press conference happened or not, this is a uh, performance-oriented business. And right now, Montreal, Washington is taking KJ Hamler's job. So I think it's huge for him to play on Saturday.
2: uh, Yeah, he needs to play football. I mean, he needs to run uh, in pads and catch passes, and he just needs the competition. And, you know, while Hackett's not playing the number ones, he is using guys to develop the guys, and he needs to do that if he can go. And if he can't go, why can't he go? And he needs to just run around. And, I mean, I, what are we talking about? You know, maybe six to ten plays, something like that. But, yeah, he needs to be in the mix, man. I mean, it's it's got to get out there at some point. And don't forget the huge gap between the third preseason game and when they actually start. I mean, what are we afraid of? If if we're that afraid of football, then uh, I don't know know what to say. I mean, it's a competitive environment, and K.J. Hamler needs to run around, so sure, why not? Um, That being said, hey, cool for Montrell Washington. I mean, this guy's been way better. I mean, way better as a receiver uh, than I thought he was going to be. Way better.
0: He has been definitely the highlight for this team and for this draft because it feels like a lot of other people have been very disappointing, but my goodness, Montreal, Washington, I get excited every time he has an opportunity to touch the ball because you never know what he's going to be able to do with it, Will. Yeah, it's
1: kind of crazy you said that, and I start going through it in my head. It's like, well, Nick Benito, we could put him on a milk carton. He hasn't done anything. Greg Dulcich just hasn't been on the field. He hasn't been healthy. Damari Mathis, I can't think of the the play he's made. You start going down the list. Yeah, Montreal Washington has been their most impressive draft pick thus far. Dmac, are, are we wrong on that?
2: Um, Benito's a ghost, is hurt. Uh, and we can't name. Um, um, has been okay. Um, yeah. and but not as impressive as Montreal. I'm just going through the Rolodex of the other guys and Wattenberg is is probably going to be a backup. He probably, he's, Wattenberg's probably going to have a virtual redshirt shirt year. Um,
1: mm-hmm. So yeah, okay.
2: I'm, I'm with you. There you go, my man. See, get round pick.
1: You would, we would not have been expecting to have this conversation, you know, in early May, a couple days after the draft. Well, That's kind of much I, when you think about it. I
2: didn't think he was going to be a receiver. I right. thought he was just simply going to be a, a kick returner. And, you know, if we're looking for some silver linings, guys. The return game was pretty good. We got good returns on almost every punt, every kickoff. So, hey, all right, we'll look at that. And so the fact that he can actually catch the ball, okay. Hey, that's pretty cool. I mean, we are really scraping the bottom of the barrel for highlights from Saturday. But the long third down conversion from Josh Johnson to Montrell Washington in traffic was probably the best overall play of the entire game for the Broncos. Oh, very true. Uh, also,
0: doesn't sound like, Denver Nuggets are going to be getting Kevin Durant, although it was a very yeah. low possibility to even begin with. Uh, looks like Steve Nash and general manager Sean Marks met with Kevin Durant in L.A. yesterday. And they will most likely be working to move forward with their partnership. And honestly, you guys, I can't even believe this drama is still something we are talking about. I can't believe that this is the it's like a full circle thing, right? Like we started they were mad at each other. Now here we are. Where they're going to try it again and continue to work together. So, but we're talking about Kevin Durant, but just want to give Nuggets fans an update. Kevin Durant not coming to the Denver Nuggets, even though there was already just a slight possibility. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, Shams dropped this report yesterday that the Nuggets called. Well, Calvin Booth wouldn't be doing his job if he didn't call. He has to call. Um, whether that package was Porter and Murray then that was probably a non-starter. If you could have gotten him for Porter and Bones and draft picks, then yeah, I think you would have had to pull the trigger on something like that and see a big three of Murray, Jokic, and Durant. But it was always a long shot anyways. And let's be honest, guys, the best news out of all this, as much as this whole thing was annoying, Kevin Durant is staying in the East. And that is good news for the Denver Nuggets. (laughs) He is not going to the Phoenix Suns, which was a rumored destination. It means the West is still there for the taking, as crazy as that sounds.
2: Yeah, it was it was a fun conversation for about 10 minutes. And then, you know, of course, it got shot down with the news later this morning. Um, and it's a what if sort of game. I, I like to, first of all, I want to say this about this conversation. If Kevin Durant had a chance to come to Denver, I think he'd be nuts not to come to Denver. And I don't know why a guy who played for Seattle, Oklahoma City and Brooklyn would mind playing with the MVP of the league. And also, if you say, oh, he wouldn't be interested, I was saying, really, seriously? Nobody is more unselfish in the league than Nikola Jokic. If you watch a Nuggets game closely, Jokic does everything in his powers to get the ball to other people at the beginning of a game to his own detriment of scoring points. He always does it every single game. He, If you look at like his just first quarter stats, it's always about assistant rebounds, not points for Jokic. He's always doing the same thing. Kevin Durant would have a ridiculously amazing season statistically if he were to play for the Nuggets because Jokic thinks like that. Also, Jokic is like the the most loved teammate of all time. I mean, Kevin Durant would be nuts to not want to be here. And I think he would want to be here, by the way, because at the end of the day, they all make a lot of money. You want to win. Um, so all that, I just wanted to debunk all that. Like, that was foolishness to think that he wouldn't want to come here. I think he would love to come here. All that being said, I want to give it a run with Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray and Jokic, man. I really do want to see those guys combine and get together. They've been through some battles now, man. I want to see how it goes. So, listen, I, I would never say don't get Kevin Durant. I mean, you'd really, really have to think of it. But I'm personally excited to see Jamal and Bones um, and Michael Porter Jr., the the, and, uh, the draft picks, and the other guys they got here. I'm excited to see it. Really excited to see it.
0: Oh, I'm with you, D-Mac. I'm excited for this season to get rolling. I know it's going to be here before we know it, too. But I do want to get into our Tuesday trivia because it's officially time. So pull out your phones, everybody. Go to kahoot.it. mac I think you're on your phone. So you get to just heckle people as we do this. All okay. right? For you. All right. Perfect. All okay, right. so the game pin is four seven 6, 8, 3, 8. I'm going to pull it up here. In just a second.
1: So dMac is just too good to play Tuesday trivia with no
2: no, no 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 I no 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 will I'm too stupid to figure <laughs> out my technology. there's there's a difference. Next
0: week everyone. next week dMac will have his computer. All, All right, right. Well, We're gonna get people a little bit of time. Hop on in here, join us for Tuesday trivia. like I said, our category today is going to be in the NFL headlines. So we're gonna get to 10 people here and then we'll start but. Let's see who of uh, Timo always in Timo. We love nice. uh, Kat, you too. Ronaldo. We've seen you before. Rochester, Troy, AB, Giovanni, will P Jake Shapiro. I'm going to give it a quick second. Katie. Hello. Hello. Okay. Game pin four, seven, six, eight, three, eight. Uh, at at it join us. How is everyone feeling about their NFL headlines?
1: Well, do you want to remind people who the defending champion is?
0: I mean, I can let the defending champion remind people who the defending champion is.
1: I passed uh, Shapiro last week at the last second to take the title.
0: All right. Okay, let's do this. Send people. All right. Here we go. In the NFL headlines. All right. Who is the only player in NFL history with 100 passing touchdowns, 25 rushing touchdowns in his first four seasons, everybody?
1: Tim Tebow is not an option.
0: Tim Tebow's not an option. No, he's not.
1: He may have done the 25 rushing touchdowns, but he certainly did not do the 100 passing <laughs> touchdowns.
0: I, it actually caught me like very off guard when I read this stat. Josh Allen. Yeah, what a stud he is. And obviously with the Broncos last week playing the Bills, I thought it was appropriate to throw in here. But Mahomes was there,
1: tempting. Right? Mahomes was tempting, but I, I did go Allen.
0: Oh, okay. Jake, obviously with the fast fingers.
1: Did you know that one, D-Mac? Um, I
2: guess, but probably not.
0: Where do the Broncos But I, Josh, hey,
2: I don't know if you've heard this, but I love Josh Allen. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that I like Josh Allen.
0: No, no, Never. By the, the way, Broncos I rearranged on-
2: I rearranged the furniture so you could see me so much better.
0: Oh, love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Forbes most valuable franchise list came out yesterday. So where did the Broncos land? 12th, you oh. guys. I could not believe it what? was 12th. I what? know.
1: And no one got
0: it. No one got that one correct. Wow. I think that's the first time we've ever had a question where I didn't mess it up and everyone else got it wrong. So 12th though. Isn't that hard to believe?
1: Well, at wow. four point six five billion, it's pretty darn hard to believe. Yes.
0: Yep. Trust yeah. me. Which team is considered the most valuable franchise in the NFL? Worth eight billion dollars, according to Forbes.
1: <laughs> His dance is giving the answer away.
0: Yes. Oh man, eight billion dollars. The Cowboys. That's correct, ladies and gentlemen. My boyfriend, who's not even, I run these questions by him every morning. He's not that big an NFL fan. He even got this one correct. So the Cowboys, indeed. Who had the fastest fingers? Jake. Oh, Will point. and Jake. One point. I love it. Okay. 1833 to 1832. True or false? Baker Mayfield will be the Panthers starting QB when they open the season against the Browns. True or false? True or
1: false. We'll give it a second so we don't spoil it. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: the way the NFL schedule lined up with Baker, Ross, and Deshaun, a little suspect.
0: All right. Yep. True indeed, everybody. True indeed. Robert, thanks for hanging out with us in the comments and playing. We appreciate you. Oh, we're tied. Oh, man. Okay. Jake and Will. Here we go. True or false? Tom Brady took an 11-day absence from Bucks training camp to go to the Bahamas. True or false?
1: <laughs> well, working heard, on that. Working on that marriage. If you heard Dmac with Adam Schefter and Tyler yesterday, yeah, Dmac, I thought that interview was fascinating. There was a couple things Adam didn't quite want to say to you guys.
2: Yeah, I mean, but you knew what he was saying when he wasn't saying it, right? Right, right. Okay. Um,
0: for those of us that didn't listen, d you need to explain a little bit. Will, great with the tease, by the way. I appreciate it. Before we start, go ahead, D-Mac.
2: Well, well, I mean, Adam made a point to say Tom Brady doesn't need vacation. Get it, guys? I mean, that's essentially what Adam was saying. And nobody was dying in Tom Brady's family, which, all right. Then Tom Brady wasn't on The mass Singer. So, you know... Um, listen, man, like I said on the air, nobody gets you ready for your 40s. Okay, there's there's no life coach that's going to get you ready for what life is like in your 40s with prepubescent or teenage kids. I'm telling you, this does not surprise me. You got to work on things. I think it's a good thing to work on things. But I think it's incredibly apparent based on the interview we had with Adam Schefter that they Giselle needed some, you know, prove it time, prove that I'm important time. And I think that's what it was.
0: I think I too. Be too being a female, I will say that if my husband was like, "I'm done. I'm going to hang out with the family," and then right. all of a sudden he's like, "Just kidding. I'm going back," I'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa." So they said there right. was no issues at Bucks training camp, but I did find it to be fascinating that he went to the Bahamas for it. So okay, uh, you
2: now. know, but it could have it, it could have been anywhere. I don't think it mattered. Are we still? Oh, you won, Will? Did you win? Well,
1: we have two more. We paused all to right. hear your to hear your story. Yeah. Well, there you go. Maybe Let's
0: be go. moving up. Same with Ronaldo too. Let's see. Ron says Lombardi's don't make you happy. The Jaguars up oh on their roster. True oh. or false? <laughs> True or false? <laughs> yeah.
1: I hope you were watching Coffee Break like 20 minutes ago because you know <laughs> the answer if you were.
0: True or false? Let's see. Oh, babe. oh, one person missed it. One person. Everyone else, thanks for hanging out with us. See, Dmac, he gives hints without even knowing he's giving hints sometimes.
1: That's so funny. Oh, no. Jake be- Jake's jake got a lead on me now. Jake's got them fast that.
0: fingers, man. All right. Last question. How many days are we away from NFL?
1: Oh, oh dear. Oh, I don't know this one. Mac. Well, it's Tuesday, and the kickoff is a Thursday. Okay. So, <laughs> seven plus seven plus two, I'm going to say, is going to get you there? I'd say I'd say 10.
0: 16! <laughs> <16.
2: laughs> oh my god, I'm so wrong. 16, that must, 16. That must work out. All
0: right, let's see. Our NFL podium is number three. AB, six out of seven. AB, drop in the comments which question you missed. I'm definitely interested to in know. Jake, oh, actually, I know which question you missed. Never mind. me, AB. Um, and dang. Oh! Will P with the fast fingers, man. Love Jake
1: it. with the premature celebration. My math was a little quicker than his on that last one.
0: Is Jake celebrating in the comments?
1: He was.
0: Oh, hey. baby. Everybody, you obviously all know Jake Shapiro. Here he is.
1: Wow. <laughs> I literally clicked it before it even answered the question. I was mm-hmm. still... <laughs> blame your internet connection. I don't know what to tell you. Champion hey. two weeks in a row. By the way...
2: Scrappy, Will, you wrote about firing Bud Black today, right?
0: Oh, we're getting into that, Dmac. I love that you bring this up. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for playing trivia with us. Obviously, we love hanging out with all of you so, so, so very much. But, Will, we have to get into this because you're on the show today. Please talk to us. We're not getting rid of the Montforts. So is the next best solution going to be Bud Black?
1: Yeah, the column's uh, on the front page of denverfan.com right now for anyone who wants to check it out. Listen... This wasn't me saying, I can't stand Bud Black. He's the reason the Rockies are losing, so he's got to go. No, if you read the column, it's, it's almost a thousand words sort of laying it out. I'll lay it out here in about 30 seconds for you guys. The change needs to come from the very top. We need Dick Monfort to sell the Rockies. The great Woody Page wrote last week, Dick Monfort should sell the Rockies. You Google Dick Monfort sell the Rockies, there's a new column popping up every couple of weeks on the internet in, or in print, as Woody wrote. That's not going to happen. They run the most profitable bar in the city of Denver. Uh, Fans flock in droves to 20th and Blake, no matter how good or bad the product is. So he's not going anywhere. Next up on the list uh, would be Bill Schmidt. And fans love to, to give the Rockies GM crap, whether that was Dan O'Dowd or Jeff Breidich or now Bill Schmidt. Schmidt's been here less than two years. Dick Monford is fiercely loyal. Schmidt infamously complained at the trade deadline that, Mm -hmm. oh, by the way, we don't have the resources or financial wherewithal to compete with the rest of the MLB. But guess what? He's not getting gas. So who does that leave as a fall guy for missing the playoffs for four straight seasons? It's Bud Black. And you know what? His feel for the game, and and this is why I'm so glad D-Max here, has not been good this season, especially of late. So obviously I'll give you the floor on that, but I talked about it. Yeah, I'm so glad that you did,
2: Will. And if you listen to the Mile High Baseball podcast with myself and Patrick Saunders at denverfan.com, we really get into the nitty-gritty because we actually go through the specifics of game management. A lot of people just want to lump it into the same pile, and it shouldn't be loved. You'd be stunned how many close games go against the Rockies, games that are winnable. I'll give you three examples, managerial decisions from this past weekend. Daniel Bard against uh, uh, Crawford, 3-1 count. First base open, two outs. Walk them. It's a 3 and one count. Fight another day, um, and the Rockies are up one run. Uh, Crawford hits a double, and the game goes into extra innings. Now, that is covered because the Rockies actually won that game in extra innings. Fine. How about this one? Kyle Friedland has thrown 99 pitches, and the bases are loaded in a two-to-two game. Bud Black actually goes out to the mound. Take him out. There's one out. I mean, it's going to be dicey, but he's thrown 99 pitches. You're out to the mound. Take him out. He doesn't. Grand slam on the next pitch. I mean, it's a joke. I was just laughing out loud because it was so comical that it was so obvious to take him out in that situation, and you didn't. It wasn't the second inning. It wasn't the third inning. We're in the sixth inning, and it's, it's 99 pitches in. Oh, he's a great ground ball pitcher. Not at 99 pitches. And what'd he do? Bases loaded, served it up. And of course he did, because he's trying to get ahead of the batter. He's desperate. He's on his 100th pitch. And they do lose uh, when they play on Sunday, because Sam Hilliard, in the 11th inning, stupidly decided to try to tag on a line drive fly ball to right field, going from second to third base idiotic. The only time you should be tagging from second to third base at course Field is if the ball is at the warning track or deep in the outfield. Other than that, what are you doing? What advantage do you give yourself at third base? I'll tell you. Uh, hit by, uh, not hit by pitch, balk, wild pitch, or pass ball. That's it. Those are the only three advantages, and it is a rule you teach 10-year-olds to not make the first or third out At third base, in this particular instance, it cost them the game. So never mind like the Montford stink and they should sell the team, which they should. Let's look from this weekend at three different managerial decisions that Bud Black needs to be accountable for. On one of them, he got away with it because they won an extra innings. But the other two cost them the game. And it's just like, what are we doing here? And by the way, that's just from this weekend. That is just from this weekend. If you, what, what we've been doing, and I think you should do if you really want to be critical of the Rockies is pay attention. Look at, does management need to change? Yes. Do they need to sell the team? Yes. But we can get a smarter, younger, analytical minded manager in there who is going to help guide us to more close wins that Bud Black allows to fetter away. And this whole like Bud Black is the greatest guy in the world. I mean, I'm so sick of that narrative, because guess what? Walt Weiss is a buddy of mine. Our sons play competitive baseball together. It's not the right thing to judge a manager based on your personal relationships with them. It's not. You get in that wacky world, and then you're going to defend guys who are just making mistakes. you got to look at things way more objectively, and the people in the media are close to Bud. They all love Bud. And to say, oh, well, you know, it's really the Monfords that are the problem— I would like to hear you defend those three decisions over this weekend.
0: I love it. Definitely check out DenverFan.com for Will's article, too, because he goes into a little bit of a rant as well. Um, we did get, Ron Veal said, for Bud Black sanity, let him free. But then we also got DMAC, House of the Dragon. I watched the episode last night. Will, have you watched it? No. Okay. So are I'm you the I'm not dragons, in the Game like of Thrones
1: either. Will. I know is Oh, yeah. uh,
0: you're not.
2: You don't be too cool for the room, Scrappy. Will it's a I fun just, show to watch. Hey, I, so I you know,
1: gotta... but I've never seen Game of Thrones, and I know that's an unpopular take, but I've never seen it. So okay,
0: but are you anti dragon because like James Merilad is? I don't really
1: deal with the fantasy stuff. Yeah, like give me give me Ozark, give me Breaking Bad. Okay. Like, I'll watch Ozark and Breaking Bad over and over again. And yeah, you can, dude. Me. You
2: could eat. You could eat a hot dog and a hamburger. Sometimes you can sip a beer with a hot dog. You don't have to be just one way or the other, Will. You can okay. you can open yourself up. Hold what on, can no, I
1: say? No. I like money laundering and you know drug smuggling. Right. I guess. Rachel, like go, Rachel. Shows.
0: Okay, Rachel. I was gonna say, Will, I've watched or I've attempted to watch Ozarks and Breaking Bad. Couldn't finish him. Couldn't get into him. Oh my um, God, Rachel, you're killing me. Now,
1: now you're you couldn't get into two, my two favorite shows of all time.
0: Okay. I couldn't. I went through. Those are both brilliant. Three seasons of Breaking Bad. How <laughs> we watched twelve? <laughs> I went through three seasons of Breaking Bad, okay? And I watched t- two seasons of Ozark's. Couldn't get into it. like it, I looked, needed a
1: minute. I needed a minute. Okay,
0: but I'm just telling you, like, I was actually addicted to Game of Thrones. So, like, that'll tell you. Like, a show has to be so, so, so good for me to actually watch the entire thing. It took me three months to watch Yellowstone, and I still say that's one of my favorite shows. So, that'll tell you something. But my point being, as I go on my TV show rant, is that it's worth watching the cult around Game of Thrones is very real because a lot of people love it. Like, if you saw on TikTok or you saw on Twitter and Instagram, like, people had, like, the windows in New York City and it was all the same scenes because it could be flashing lights. Like, it is worth watching. Just try it for me, Will. Just try watching, like, two episodes of it.
2: All right, Rachel, Rachel. Rachel, did you, did you like the ending of Game of Thrones?
0: Um, s- <laughs> So here's the thing. I watched the first or the last episode before I actually watched the entire series because I was like, I'm never gonna watch it, watch whatever. It. Wait, yeah,
2: I wait, know. What? Wait, but it was what? like
0: this huge Sorry. thing, right? Like everyone watched the final wait, episode wait, wait, wait. and I hadn't watch. watched the series. So I was like, I'll watch it. So after I watched the full thing, I was disappointed, but during it, wait, I was
2: wait, like- wait, wait, stop, 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 stop. Wait, <laughs> you watched the series finale before you watched any of the other episodes?
0: Yeah, like two years before I watched the other episode.
1: Rachel Vihil oh, on TV shows is just killing me. <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing? What is going on?
0: That what tells are we- you, though, that I have to really love something to like, watch it and recommend it to someone. So you
2: saw, you saw how it all ended and
1: then went back and watched But
0: By the time that I had gone back and rewatched it, like I didn't remember any of it.
1: <sighs> You're like had- the person who reads the last page of the book. Right. It's like when you open it. Like, but then no, I don't right. read
0: the book for another two years, so then I'm like, oh my gosh, wow, that's crazy that that even happened.
1: Old, old man in the sea, he's dead. <laughs>
2: oh well, forget it.
0: Okay, but real quick, we have to answer Rico's question. House of the Dragon, dmac it was a little tough for me to watch for the oh. obvious reasons that you know, I'm sure, but... Whew. It's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be a great show. They did a great job with like the different sides of like bringing in the past or like the future, but tying it to the past kind of stuff.
2: Well, what what's important to understand, Will, and for Rachel is how much men struggle to have women in charge of anything is basically the theme of House of Dragons. Seriously, no, that man. is basically the entire show. Got I would I would rather see my wife and potential baby son die before just giving my daughter the throne. I
1: mean, tell me I'm wrong, Rachel. Oh,
0: yeah. That's okay.
1: uh, some some full-blown sexism from House of Dragons. Dude! But
0: here's the thing, is you know down the line, if you've watched Game of Thrones, and we're going to try, like, it works out in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, it
2: works out when, when Daenerys, Targaryen, Tar- gets, him gets him on a dragon. And, 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 no, this is the end of the show, the end of the Game of Thrones. Uh, you know, she gets on the dragon and commits genocide throughout King's Landing by just having the dragon like wipe out people that have nothing to do with nothing. They're just like the the shoe cobbler and the blacksmith gotta go down to dragon dust because she's kicked off. Now they make a woman look like a lunatic at the end of Game of Thrones. That's part of the... And then then Jon Snow just stabs her and kills her and the dragon who's so loyal to her sees a guy kill her yet somehow thinks it's the throne's fault not the guy who just stabbed her to death. Like, the dragon doesn't evaporate Jon Snow? I mean, we got some... And that's...
1: You saw, like, the worst episode ever and was still interested. Like, how does that make any sense? I... <laughs> well, I wasn't going to watch anyway, so thanks for telling me all of it. Dude, it's like nine years old that this happened. I'm not spoiling anything.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, it definitely is old Hey, now,
2: but... hey Will, Manti-Teo's girlfriend was fake. Did I, did I ruin her? Did I, did I kill you on that?
1: Touche, touche. Oh,
0: our very own Jake Shapiro says in the back end, he says maybe Will will watch now that he knows the last episode worked for Rachel. We gotta get it. No, <laughs> no, Rachel's TV
1: you know. takes, I am out on. No, oh, oh, I ain't. No,
0: no, no, no. I am all in on
2: Rachel's TV takes because they are crazy. They're insane. So... <laughs> they're they're I
0: roast are tough. I can take the roast. That's fine by me. I'm not a big TV person. I I don't watch a lot of TV, okay? That's just not my, my shindig. I've recently gotten into my Kindle so we could get into a whole side of things. We did get Troy said, RV, do you prefer comedy? Um I do like comedy shows every once in a while, but like I don't watch Netflix. I watch Hulu. I do you watch, watch Ted Lasso? No, I did not <laughs> I well, I told you I
2: don't watch T V. What are we doing, Will? What are we what no. are we doing?
1: I I don't know. If I was Rachel Viel, I could save like eighty bucks a month on my streaming because I've got it all and I watch it all. I got Netflix. I got Hulu. I've got Amazon. I've got Paramount Plus. Yeah. So
0: yeah,
1: my bank account every month is like fifteen for this, ten for this, twelve for this. So you're saving money at least. That's for sure.
0: All right. Yeah. I don't have. Well, we have them, but we have them from family members. But yeah, the only like TV I really watch is sports, and I do watch YouTube. So I will say that's my – But see, you save a lot
2: of money on TV with sports because you can't watch the Nuggets or the Avalanche.
0: True to that. True to that. All right, everyone. On that note, that's going to end Coffee Break. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for talking TV shows. Thanks for doing trivia. Thanks for – again, we will see you guys all tomorrow, 1030 a.m. Bye, everybody.